You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores all things pedal pumping. With me, your host, Mimi Footnip. I am also a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. And you can get links to my work and my socials on my website, mimifootnip.com. So in today's podcast, I'm going to read some listener emails and ramble about some things. I want to start off by thanking my patrons. So the Pedal Pumping Podcast has a Patreon where you can support the podcast and there's a handful of you that do and it's incredible and I love you and thank you for it. Tevin, Joe, Jim, Riker, Old Dirty, Michael, DBM, Not a Golfer, Sheldon, Rayshon, and our newest patrons, King and Steven. I believe it's Steven. If it's Stefan, it's the PH. I think it's the PH Steven, but it could be a Stefan, and, and I never know. And so if I'm blowing it, let me know. I want to make sure I say your name properly. Uh, but thank you. You guys are truly the backbone of this podcast. I was talking to someone recently who made a comment like, well, it's your podcast. And I thought, eh. I mean, I guess technically it is my podcast, but I feel like it's our podcast. You know what I mean? Like the podcast belongs to the community, or at least that's how I feel because I could just, you know, pontificate about pedal pumping all I want. But if you guys didn't listen and didn't send in your emails and share your experiences. I don't know. I feel like the podcast would be rather lacking. And so it's really, I think, a community podcast. And I want to, you know, today's Thanksgiving, right? So I want to thank, <laughs> I want to thank the community and let you know how much I appreciate you, especially my patrons and all of you that support me, whether it's, um, you know, retweeting my posts on Twitter or subscribing to my OnlyFans or Avian Stars or buying a clip from me from the clip store or whatever. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And thank you so much for sending me your emails. If you're thinking like, oh, I don't know, does she really want to hear my story, or I'm not a great writer, or I don't know, blah, 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 any kind of doubt like that, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Email me. Email me and tell me your experience with pedal pumping, or what you're into, or whatever you want. Or if you don't feel like writing is your thing, you can go to my website mimifootnip.com and go to the pedal pumping podcast tab on the website and there's a button there that you can press and record a message to me and I think it asks you to just enter your email address but it you know you can be anonymous there it's fine and it it will record up to 60 seconds if you want to say more just record several messages and I'll edit them together and put them on the podcast so you don't have to write if you don't want to you could also speak your message to me but I do want to hear from you I really do and it is so exciting when I do uh, connect with you and you send me your stories and then I get to read them on the podcast and kind of react to them and share them and I just feel like it really brings us all together as a community and maybe that's really you know kumbaya but it, <laughs> it does feel it does give me a great sense of satisfaction 
to feel like I'm part of something bigger than just myself as a creator doing this. It feels, I don't know, gives me the warm fuzzies to be part of this community. So thank you, everybody. (laughs) All right, listener emails. We'll get into it. Let's take a quick break and jump into emails. And we're back from the break. So got an email here. I'm going to read a couple today. This one says, Dear Mimi, I'm so glad I got your email address so I can write you and thank you for your content. I'm currently subscribed to your OnlyFans page and I love it. I am currently listening to your podcasts and they are very informative and enlightening as well. What turns me on about this fetish is a number of things. Number one. I view the gas pedal as a phallic symbol of a male penis and the woman pushing on the gas pedal is stroking that penis and trying to make it come like with older cars with carburetors. Every time you push the gas pedal, you squirt gas into the engine, emphasis on squirt or in this case, come. Two, I love women with larger but pretty feet to cover as much of the gas pedal as possible with bare feet size 8 shoe on up to size 11 or so. Hide it from view as it were. I guess that part would be to dominate the gas pedal, smother it as it were. Especially older but some newer cars with floor mounted gas pedals. Three, sexy heels turn me on, especially strappy heels that shows most of the girl's foot as well. Like I said, I love the content, especially the video of the Porsche and how you work the gas pedal both with your shoe on and with your nylon clad foot. By the way, what shoe size do you wear, if I may ask? All right, thank you so much, listener and subscriber. I'm so glad you're subscribed to my OnlyFans and you are loving it. That's great, I love hearing that. That's so encouraging. I wear a size eight. I'm a US size eight shoe, which is like super average, right? Like I think the average shoe size for American women is like seven and a half, eight. And it it's always the case that when you have a really average shoe size, um, often the sh- your shoes are sold out. I mean, you know, seven and a half and size seven and a half and eight are usually sold out. Uh, whenever there's like a fabulous shoe sale. So that's always a bummer. But um, it's also, I guess, easy in some ways to find shoes my size. I don't have like a shoe size that's unusual or difficult to find. Like, you know, maybe when you get into size 11 and a half, 12. You know, what's weird is that they don't even make half sizes after I think about size 10. It goes from 10 to 11 to 12. So if you're an 11 and a half, it's like you can't get 11 and a half, which I just think is strange. But um, or if you have very, very small feet, like a size five shoe, sometimes that can be really difficult. So I guess in a way, I'm, I'm grateful that I have such average sized feet. Um, I don't think my feet are average in any way. I think they're pretty nice. <laughs> but that's my own my own personal bias. I had a lot of trolls on Twitter recently. Guys telling me that like I have ugly feet and this and that and it's so funny. Like I it just rolls right off of me because um I I've always loved my feet. I always have thought like I have cute feet and I get it. Like you know, my feet probably aren't for everybody, but 
I really like them and and you can't change my mind (laughs) anyway um so it's interesting listener that you talk about uh covering like the size of the foot and covering the gas pedal um yeah I I do kind of feel that way like I mean I can imagine that the size like the bigger the foot the more dominating I guess it would sort of feel or look um the foot on the pedal uh to me also it's not just all about size it's kind of about um like the the strength I guess I don't know like the control for me I mean I'm just chiming in about my my own stuff but like part of it for me is kind of like the the control and the strength um, as well as the size, I also love sexy heels, like strappy high heels, because I love a high heel shoe. I'm I'm only five three. I'm kind of short, and I love wearing high heels. Uh, but I also love the strappiness. To I love showing off my toes, and also you know, honestly, I feel like when my foot is enclosed in a shoe, it my my feet don't breathe I like my feet I I don't know I just like my feet to be exposed and here's another thing so you'll see in my content I wear pumps I have a lot of pumps but I rarely wear them um, in my daily life it's and not because I don't like them I love them in fact pedal pumping has kind of just given me an excuse to buy the shoes that I love even though they don't really always work for me because they pop off my feet. It's really hard for me to get pumps that don't have like a little ankle strap or some kind of way to like strap my heel, my heels just pop out. And I know that, you know, that can be fun and sexy for content, but it's kind of a bitch if you're trying to like walk across the room and your foot keeps popping out of your shoe and you can't, you know, uh, if you, if you saw the video that I made, the, um, the, the terror, like kind of horror video, it's on clips for sale, night of terror, I think it's called where I'm doing some cranking in the Porsche. And in that video, I'm walking down, um, like walking down the driveway to the Porsche in these like bright yellow, kind of like neon yellow color patent leather pumps and my heels are popping out of them that's like legit that's real I wasn't you know trying to include that um intentionally but I was like I'm just gonna roll with it like my feet totally pop out of high heels when I um like pump style heels when I walk so that's why I tend to wear either strappy heels or mules that you know where there's there's not the popping out thing because once you've popped out you have to kind of shove your heel back in and that's you know you can't just do that like on the sly super smooth or at least I can't so anyway I agree with you I'm giving two thumbs up to the strappy heels that show off a lot of foot Um, I like to show my toes and my arches heels like pretty much the whole foot like the more foot that's exposed in my opinion the better although I like I said, I do love a, a cute pump or um, like little 
I really like peep toe booties. I haven't had a pair in a long time, but I used to have a really cute pair that I always wore to work. Anyway, I like them because the peep toe is kind of like vents the, like lets my feet breathe. I just like my feet to be able to breathe. Anyway, um, and I agree. The floor mounted gas pedals are, is it that it kind of, um, is more anatomically resembling like a torso, like a body with the phallus rather than it just kind of like coming down um, like, you know, the gas, a lot of modern day gas pedals are mounted like top kind of hanging versus like the floor mount. I don't know, but I agree. I like the floor mounted gas pedal. My BMW and my Jeep are both um, floor mounted. The Volvo is not. The Porsche is floor mounted as well. Um, yeah, and I really, I really like the floor mounted gas pedal. It's sexy. Um, and yeah, you're right. The carburetor, um, carbureted cars, you literally, when you press the gas, you're literally squirting fuel into the engine. So it definitely, I can see the analogy. It really works. Um, yeah. It's like the pressing is kind of equivalent of stroking and then the squirting, the, the fuel squirts. Um, yeah, so anyway, thanks for sharing. I appreciate knowing um, your turn-ons. And for the rest of you who have not yet emailed me, but you listen to the podcast and you're on the fence about it, this is your cue. Email me, mimifootnip at gmail.com and tell me what turns you on about pedal pumping. What are you into? What are your fantasies? What are your experiences with pedal pumping? I want to know. And listeners want to know. So, <laughs> all right, on to the next email. This one's a bit longer. It says, hi, Mimi. Just discovered you on YouTube a few days ago and have listened to your podcast. I've never known a woman who's into pedal pumping, let alone willing to discuss it as openly as you. As you've mentioned, it was imprinted in me as a child as well into my teenage years. I witnessed many beautiful women in distress with their car, not starting when on occasion I could view her pumping the gas in a pretty pair of shoes in desperation to get it to start, which unexpectedly triggered arousal. My first experience was when I was 18, where I got the courage to buy a pair of women's fitted blue jeans and a pair of white flats from a thrift store. After closing the gas and service station I worked at, one night I changed and went back out to flood and crank an 86 Chevy Spectrum, aka American-labeled Toyota Corolla. The owner used it as a loaner. It was then I first experienced the tease from feeling the resistance of the gas pedal as I pumped it in women's shoes. But the incredible arousal came from the engine's vibration felt from the numerous failed attempts to get it started. As I alternated from flooring to pumping the gas like the many damsels in distress from my past. Ultimately, it led me to becoming a cross-dresser in my spare time for this purpose and pleasure where I've taken my 98 Civic on many trips to bring my fantasies to life. Like others, I installed a kill switch to the fuel pump to either get it to stall when desired or to cripple it while it while parked. I've been the businesswoman in a dress or miniskirt, thigh highs and pumps that walks to her car in an empty parking lot at night where she wants to leave and her car won't start. 
Other times, I've been stranded in a casual outfit in either skinny jeans or leggings with flats. You were quite right about the sensation of the gas pedal resistance differing from one pair of shoes to another. Stalling with hard restarts is a real thrill, where I usually do it at stoplights and once on the tracks at a remote railroad crossing with the warning bell chiming from an approaching train. Having bought shapewear and an expensive, realistic-looking female mask, I now feel comfortable enough to be seen briefly, like when using an ATM or getting gas, which now brings me to share a recent experience where my car acted up without warning. It was almost 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning in May of 2020, where I decided I'd make the drive to my favorite corporate park to be the last one leaving for work after a long day, to have her car not cooperate. I left my home wearing a slightly loose-fitting, off-the-shoulder gray sweater with a pair of blue medium wash skinny jeans and very comfortable pair of black flats. My plan was to change into my business attire on the outskirts of the park and then park somewhere in the middle of the parking lot to indulge my desire. After the hour drive, I got off the highway and pulled into a 24-hour gas station to make sure I had enough to get home, but more specifically because its bathrooms were outside. After hanging the nozzle up, I walked to the restroom with my purse to put on a generous amount of makeup and to let my hair down. Satisfied with my look, I left and walked back to my car, which was still the only one there. Again, I viewed myself in the rearview mirror and then took the wheel and put the key in the ignition. I turned it and the engine immediately started like it always did. I then placed my hand on the gear shifter and was about to press the release button on it when suddenly the engine hesitated and stalled. In the 15 years I drove the car, it had never done this before. Nervously, I grabbed and twisted the key only to have it crank as if it flooded, teasing, stumbling, and shaking, but not starting. My heart started to pound. Again, I tried holding the key a bit longer, but it still wouldn't start. This uneasy feeling suddenly came to my lower stomach and down to my upper thighs. Again, I tried this time pushing and holding the gas to the floor, thinking it would help, but it made the engine crank more violently, which made my mouth fill with this sweet electric taste. I sighed after letting off the key, but tried again this time letting up and jabbing the gas a few times before blurting out, come on! But for whatever reason, it still wouldn't start, so I sat back in my seat wondering what could have suddenly let go under the hood to put me in this situation. About five minutes went by before I grabbed the wheel again with my left hand and started tapping it with my thumb. That's when I looked up and saw the young female cashier staring at me from inside at her register. Oh no, I thought, forgetting I was at the pump closest to her when she could see me clearly. She put her hands in the air, wondering why I was still there, and I acknowledged her by raising my hand up from the wheel. Sitting up, I took the wheel and the key again and turned it. The engine cranked away again, but this time in an only a steady rhythmic pattern. Shit. I rang out, noticing the change. I tried a couple more times, now feeling my legs slightly shake from the pressure of holding the gas down. Squirming in my seat and taking a breath, I attempted to start it again while gently pumping the gas pedal. 
Failing again, I looked up to see the cashier's eyes were still on me. Immediately, I twisting the key again and pumped the gas more urgently as it cranked now, feeling the gel-filled breasts I was wearing bounce and my hair sway against my face. Come on, baby. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I remember softly saying in my desperation to get it to start. Again, it wouldn't. And all I could see in humiliation was the cashier shaking her head at me before turning and walking away from her spot. A bit winded and pretty worried now, I tried again relentlessly, pumping the gas and really pleading for it to start. I then stopped and sat back again, trembling a bit and quite aroused beneath my jeans from my struggle. Reaching out, I turned on the radio and decided to wait a bit before trying again. As I looked down at my foot resting on the gas pedal, beautifully dressed in the black flat illuminated by a small LED light I'd placed above it before my travel. I began to recall all the beautiful women I'd witnessed at the gas station where I used to work who were in the same situation as I was in now. I then wondered at what point should I call a tow if I couldn't get it started. Gosh, what was I supposed to do? I'd lost track of time as it was now almost quarter of four. Reaching for the wheel and the key again, I then massaged the gas pedal vigorously and softly said, Okay, come on, baby, you can do it. Let's go, let's go. Come on, come on, come on. And twisted the key. God, what was wrong with my car, I thought, with it still refusing to start. With the next couple of tries, I panic-pumped the pedal until it finally teased just a bit before I let up on the key. That's it, that's it, I thought, turning the key again and again, holding the pedal to the floor. The engine stumbled and teased violently like it did almost an hour ago. Again, I turned the key with my arm and leg trembling from holding the key and pedal down. Come on, start, I yelled with the vibrations felt pretty strongly beneath the seat, which was now making me pulse beneath my jeans. Defeated again, I slammed the steering wheel. Shit, 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 I said, and then took the wheel and key one last time. I first started by holding the pedal down, but then switched to pumping it aggressively and back to flooring it until ending by pumping it again. The engine now cranking much slower suddenly caught my eyes lit up, now no longer seeing the dash lights pulsing in front of me with the expectation of the check engine light, which now remained on. Looking down at my foot on the pedal, I slowly feathered it to try and smooth the idle. It helped a bit, but as I decided to put it in gear and drive off, it drove, but without much power. Across the street from the gas station was a traffic light, which was red. I was really tempted to blow to make a run for the on-ramp for the highway, but didn't want to risk getting all lit up by an unsuspecting cop that may be watching. As I came to a stop on the line for the light, it suddenly changed green. Gently, I pushed down on the gas and the car chugged and then stalled. Oh no, not again. Please, not again, I thought as I put it into park. Turning the key, the engine once again went into its teasing and stumbling cranking. Immediately, I pushed the gas down and begged for it to start again, but it wouldn't. Then I went into a tantrum like the time I was stalled on the railroad crossing with a train actually coming at me. The key and the pedal got worked over and over as I sat close to the wheel, bouncing again as I pumped, refused to stop until the battery died or it started again. After the traffic light cycled a few times, I finally got it started again, 
threw it into drive and punched the gas. I made it onto the highway with it still under power, but after 20 minutes or so, it cleared up and the rest of the drive home went without a problem. You may share the story and the fact it came from a cross-dresser on a future podcast if you wish. I just ask you make my name up instead of using mine. There are other stories and feelings I can share if you wish. You should also know you simply rock in your skinny jeans and I love the anklets you wear. Draws attention to the many pretty shoes you wear. Stay safe and keep pumping. Yay. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I love that you love me and my skinny jeans because I love me and my skinny jeans too. I love jeans and high heels. That is kind of my my uniform. Um, (laughs) uh, Wow. Okay. I love this. I love how many emails I have been getting and um, conversations on Sext Panther with people, by the way, I'm on Sext Panther if you want to chat with me one-on-one, like texting or phone calls or video calls. Uh, you can find a link to that on my website or just go to Sext Panther and search my name. But um, how many cross-dressers are out there that are into pedal humming? It's really cool. Like some men that are into just the shoe aspect, like wearing women's shoes, wearing high heels, Uh, or wearing nylons or like full cross-dressing it's just it's just awesome I love these stories and I love hearing about it and what outfits you pick out and the scenarios and then like the trouble that you get into and what happens It, it makes me I often wonder it makes me wonder how many people that are into pedal pumping are also into some form of cross-dressing. It seems like it's a high percent. I mean, not 100% at all, but it does seem like maybe 50%. I don't know. I would love to somehow be able to do some research on it. I've actually even fantasized, you guys. Okay, this is kind of embarrassing, but I thought, oh, maybe I should, uh, like, because I studied psychology for my bachelor's, and I thought, oh, I should, you know, maybe do, like, a master's, program or a PhD actually I've thought PhD program where I can like research a study question and like look at pedal pumping as a fetish like in you know in terms of human sexuality and psychology because I'm I'm just so interested in like can't we research this I'm just I want to know more about um instead of it feeling like this little fragmented underground community like I don't know I'd love to (laughs) I'd love to be able to see some data and like look at the connections between cross-dressing foot fetish um, BDSM you know like all these different kinds of fetishes that I feel like not always but sometimes I notice like trends where things sort of connect to pedal pumping like stuck genre right like cranking damsel in distress that kind of stuff and then like there's the revving and fast driving power thing like the first listener who um whose email I wrote I read um he wrote about the gas pedal being like a phallus and um kind of like the domination the foot like being bigger than the pedal and how it's like overpowering it or dominating it like there's just so many elements that I just want to dig deeper and I feel like this podcast is really um, maybe a one of a kind place where like 
it's very it's like informal qualitative research right like all these different stories um if ever i were to be more ambitious and actually like formalize it in some psychology journal or you know like do research but i don't think that my mental health can withstand a phd program to be honest because lots of friends who've gotten phds and they all have like full-on fucking breakdowns like mental breakdowns during their phd programs i feel like in academics there's kind of like almost it's almost like a type of hazing where like your advisor isn't going to be satisfied until you're like having a mental breakdown as a phd student so i just i think i'm going to continue to conduct my research in a very informal kind of community-based way but um please chime in and add to the add to these stories uh, you know the podcast is growing and it's really fun to hear how people find it and then they kind of binge listen to it i'm starting to put episodes moving forward on youtube because i'm finding that the po- like we can reach more people a wider audience if i uh, put it on youtube and I, you know, it's thanks to the patrons that support the the podcast with money because this podcast takes a lot of time and I love it, but it takes time away from other things and I don't unfortunately have like endless time. So the money really helps make it more doable for me and I, and I appreciate that. And I know that you guys want the podcast to continue too. I mean, we all do. It, this is, it's just such a cool thing. So Anyway, I, yeah, my heart is full. I'm grateful. I, I love this story. It's, it's crazy that, um, that your car listener, second, second, uh, email person that, um, that it was like giving you so much trouble and like lost power. Did you ever discover what was wrong with it? That is, that would make me so nervous when you're describing that feeling. I think that like for me, when my car won't start, I've talked about this in other episodes of the podcast, kind of casually mentioning it, but I feel like an like a pressure and an embarrassment, like there is this like nervous feeling that kind of starts to take grip. And the other day I, um, actually there's a, I did a little live, I was waiting in line at Costco at the gas station, you know, you can buy gas at Costco, right? So um, I was getting gas and it's like a few days before Thanksgiving. And so there's just a super long line. I mean, everyone's getting gas for the holiday weekend. So I went live on YouTube and um, and I, it's just basically me in line at Costco in the Jeep. And um, so I went and I got gas and of course, you know, I got to turn the Jeep off to fuel it up. I fuel up the Jeep. I get back in and I try to start it and it cranks and I'm like, fuck. And the gas station is super crowded. There's like tons of people. There's tons of people. Like the line went like out of the Costco parking lot down the street to get into the parking lot area where the, the gas pumps are. I mean, it was crazy. I've never seen it like that. So, um, I was really like, I had that kind of nervous, embarrassed people are watching. Oh my God. Kind of feeling. And so once I got it started, I just revved the fuck out of it. And I tend to do that like 
kind of in punishment and, and in anger, but also to kind of like signal to everyone around me, like, I got this shit. Like, I got it. I got it. It's, it's cool. Like I'm in control here. Um, <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's kind of a, a typical, a typical Mimi move in the Jeep, but I've been driving the Jeep a lot because I got the BMW detailed and I brought it home after getting it detailed and I parked it and I put my car cover on it and I really haven't wanted to take the car cover off. It's been, I've been driving the the, the Jeep like every day <laughs> just because I like my, the BMW is so clean and I don't want to get it dirty. So, um, but I think tomorrow I'm going to actually end up having to drive it, um, because my brother's out of town and I'm house sitting and he lives quite a distance from me. Uh, it's not, it's not doable in the Jeep to drive out there. So I'm, I'm going to go and like feed his goldfish and the cats and water the plants and, and do all that. Um, Hey, maybe I'll even sneak into his garage and get in the Impala and see if I can get it started while he's gone. Um, when I tried starting it and ended up cranking it last time, I just left the keys in the ignition. I told him, hey, it didn't start, but I, I'm just going to leave the keys in the car. So, you know, we'll see if I can sneak my way back for a little more cranking in the Impala. I know some of you guys really love the Chevy. So um, hopefully more of that to come. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone that celebrates. Uh, we're going to end here for today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being part of this community and part of my life, for supporting me, for supporting all pedal pumping creators. Um, you know, it's a small community. We're small, but we're mighty. Uh, <laughs> treat yourself this weekend to some pedal pumping content, whether it's videos or stories or whatever you know go out put on put on your nylons and pumps and get out in your car and do some of your own pedal pumping whatever whatever makes you happy you guys have a great weekend i love you see you next week